Hey, hey, it's Nelvin Medora here with a swipes email for September 15, 2023. Let's get started. So for our swipe today, did you know that there's a whole industry dedicated to redoing restaurant menus to sell more in the restaurants? So especially if you go to a large chain restaurant, hundreds of hours, maybe thousands have been put into subliminally directing you to which food and drinks to buy. Now, if you go to some rinky-dink shop or something like that, they're probably not doing that. They probably have a regular menu, white background, a bunch of things on there. But if you go to like a TGI Fridays, if you go to like a Chili's, those types of places, they really optimize the heck out of the menu. So here's a very plain menu I'm looking at. One page, no photos, no prices. And here's what one that's been optimized like crazy looks like. So it says like TJ Friday signature whiskey glaze and it has like amazing photography. You almost don't even want to read the, the, the copy because the, the images are so good to look at. And so these are actually directing people to the menu items they want you to choose. So you might actually see some copywriting and optimization next time you're at a restaurant. Here's a small piece of wisdom. Um, I've done this many times. If you're a creator, just pruning down your email list every once in a while is a wise thing to do. Having done this many times across many email lists, I can tell you it's healthy for the email list in the long run. So you should do it, but it is a massive hit to the ego in the short run. So I'm looking at this guy over here, Neil, he recently unsubbed 15,000 people from his newsletters and he said none of them had opened or clicked for weeks. So he removed him. So I can actually relate to this. Uh, one email list, I removed 70,000 people one time. And I got to say, it's a big blow to your ego to go from like 100,000 plus to like sub 100,000 all of a sudden because you tell people, oh, I have a 100,000 plus list. Then you go down to 50,000 or something. It's a big blow to the ego to take that, but it's something you got to do. One of my clients' uh, company actually removed a whopping 350,000 emails in one go. And if you think about it, if you build an email list over the last, say, you know, five, 10 years, a lot of people sign up with either fake emails or they just don't care about your product or they spammed you. Um, because they're not interested in your product anymore. Like I get clothing emails all the time from Macy's or something. I just get rid of it because I don't want to read them anymore. Um, and then also just some people move emails, right? They have a job and then they no longer use that email. And so all these accumulate and what it does is it ruins your open rate and it ruins your click-through rate and it ruins your engagement rate and Gmail or whatever email system you're using starts seeing that, hey, I'll, you know, this person's sending out a million emails and, you know, a lot of people aren't opening them. Maybe this is spam. So the quality of your audience is far higher than the quantity of your audience. Here's just an interesting thing. Today, this simple desk setup I'm showing you here for Walter Cronkite could be made for hundred bucks and the video and audio you make at it could be distributed free to the entire world. So in the 1970s, when uh, this desk was made, that type of power and distribution was reserved like literally for only a few dozen people on the entire planet. I mean, Walter Cronkite had this little desk, a little microphone, and some uh, background stuff about the election between Nixon and Kennedy, and he was broadcasting to the world, but behind that were thousands of people involved in the broadcast of that video. There's just so many people involved, and now you just you stick your uh, iPhone camera in front of you and start recording, and theoretically, from the iPhone, you can just broadcast that to the whole world. Theoretically, we've got something interesting enough to say. So it's kind of wild, the amount of power that we have um, from just creating content. Here's a fun picture. Uh, actually, a bunch of pictures. So me and a few friends, Sam Parr and Nick Gray, took a quick trip to Boston this last week to go to Inbound 2023, hosted by HubSpot. And um, this is mainly a photo thing. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, I don't know if it'd be that interesting. But we basically headed early in the morning uh, to Boston to catch it. 
Uh, we couldn't check into the hotel, so we had to change the back of a van taxi, which is kind of hilarious. We, we like, skipped the taxi line to get a van one, which they, they for some reason, don't allow it that often. And uh, we changed in the back, and the guy was like, what is happening back there? Um, we went to the inbound conference for HubSpot, and it was, it was 12,000 people. It was huge. It took up the entire Boston Convention Center. And what was even crazier was the main area where they give talks had 10,000 seats. I mean, it was it was like literally like an optical illusion how big the room was. I took a video of it somewhere on Instagram, Twitter, or something like that, and I walked from some of the back rows to just like the middle, and it was just, it just took so long that it was crazy. Like you you look at that room and you're like, this is clearly a big room, but then you walk it and you're like, holy crap, there's so many people here. So. Uh, Check that out. Uh, Andrew Huberman was there. Also, another interesting thing, John Mulaney, the comedian, was there. And usually at these corporate gigs, like, comedians have a hard time with them. But, man, he just murdered it. He killed it. He did crowd work. He roasted the conference. He roasted the CEOs. Like, everyone loved it. Like, honestly, he did, like, such an amazing job. I was like, damn, this guy, this guy's a pro. Then afterwards, uh, right after the the John Mulaney thing, me, Sam, and Nick had dinner with the HubSpot co-founder and CEO guy, Darmesh. And it's kind of cool. I mean, this guy runs a you know several billion dollar a year public company. He was uh, talking to us, and it was amazing. It was kind of a special moment, actually. Um, the next morning, we actually had a talk, and Sam was talking about community in Hampton, and I was the moderator. So uh, all three of us went backstage. We saw the crazy setup they had back there. It's just like so much stuff goes into the the making of these things, all the AV equipment. They had like six different green rooms for different speakers. They had hair and makeup, so that was kind of fun. We just sat down, and they start just putting makeup and doing your hair. You don't even have to tell them anything. They just know what to do. And uh, it was just fun looking at all the technical stuff behind the scenes. Uh, there were so many video streams and switching equipment, AV stations. It was, it was pretty awesome. Uh, then we did the talk up on stage. It was about 30 minutes. And then right before leaving, uh, Nick Gray News, who used to run a company called Museum Hack, which was a museum tour company, which he sold for a bunch of money, um, he managed to squeeze in a sweet JFK museum tour with us, which was pretty fun. So anyways, all in all, quick trip to Boston. The best part was like having your buddies around with you. If it wasn't for them, I don't think I would have gone. Um, so thanks to Sam for hooking that up and then Nick Gray for being there. It was just like a fun trip for the three of us. And then lastly, I got a little essay here. Um, constraints create creativity. So I'll say that again. Constraints create creativity. So if you had a constraint to a task, you'll likely think of a way to finish it by then or differently. So one of my favorite questions to ask for a task is, how would I accomplish this in only 30 minutes? So if it's a big thing, it's just like, let's pretend that I have something to go to and I have to finish this right now. So this happened to me recently too, and I'm sure it happened to you a bunch of times, where I had a to-do list the other day and needed completing. There's like six things on it. And I just didn't do most of it the whole day. I did other stuff, but I just did do these little tasks that honestly didn't take that long. So I had an intent, uh, event to attend, and I had about 30 minutes before I left. And guess what? I finished all the work in 30 minutes. Well, what do you know? How did it happen to be just that amount of time? Well, it's called Parkinson's Law, where if you have 30 minutes to finish something, you'll likely get it done in 30 minutes. If you have three days to do it, it'll take you three days to do it. You fill up the amount of a lot of time you have. So if there is a constraint on something, you can definitely finish stuff faster that way. So a lot of times I'll be like, all right, I'm going to meet some, I'll set up a meeting or I'll uh, say that, okay, I'm scheduled to go work out at a certain time. I just have to finish everything before then. 
And then lastly, let's look at a sketch today. Here's a cool chart from Lenny Rachisky on how long it took each of these companies to launch a live product, get their first customer, and get product market fit. So I'm not a big a fan, big fan of the symbols they use on this. Uh, I thought it could be like check marks or something like that. But honestly, this is pretty cool and very inspiring that there were certain companies that took like, you know, several years before they got a live product out. Like Figma took several years to get a live product out and it took them five years to get the first customer and product market fit. So it's kind of uh, encouraging and, and really neat to see. Anyways, my name is Noel Dora. Talk to you later. Hey, before you go, let me tell you about the copywriting course real quick and what it is. So the copywriting course is, as you can imagine, a copywriting course, right? You watch some videos, you learn stuff a la carte about email, sales pages, web pages, digital marketing, all of the above. And so, of course, you can learn from our courses, but it is so much more than that. You see, one of the reasons that people get good at writing is by practicing writing. So inside the course, you actually get practice by doing quick assignments or submitting your copy to our writers and getting professional feedback on it. And so we have this whole entire members forum like a specific custom-built forum for copywriters. Uh, so you can submit your copy, and pro writers will help critique it and rewrite it. And not only your copy, but your images, your tables, all that kind of stuff. It's like having a whole marketing team working on your copy. And many people just join for the forum just to get their copy reviewed, just that alone. But not only that, you also get live help in office hours. That's right. Every Thursday, I hold a live office hours and we hop on a Zoom call and just all the people in the office hours, it's private, so you're not gonna get blasted on the web or anything. And you submit what you want critiqued and we go over it and oftentimes, it, actually most of the time, just rewrite it on the spot or talk about how to make it better. So one of the last ones, someone had a big real estate group and they were wondering if uh, they could make a cohort. And so we wrote up a quick uh, thing, they posted it and instantly they got 80 people interested and over 230 comments on the post asking to be inside the cohort. So little things like that. A lot of times it's just like a little push to get you to do something. And uh, if you go to copywritingcourse.com slash office, you'll see literally thousands of different office hours questions we've answered and all these wins. So you can copywritingcourse.com slash wins to see all the wins that people get inside the course. Um, not only that, we have weekly lesson newsletters that you can get. You can get copywriting certified and you can learn by watching others and grow. So every uh, week there's new stuff inside the community. There's new office hours and you can watch people live redoing their businesses. You get feedback in our forums and you can directly ask me, myself, the writers and the community questions. I mean, it is one of the best values in digital marketing on the entire internet. We've trained people at big companies and small companies, Gartner, AppSumo, The Hustle Wins It, White Rock Locators, Ahrefs, Best Self, Nerd Fitness, and people freaking love copywriting course. Uh, this one guy says, within a few minutes of watching some videos, I was buzzing with ideas on how to change my emails. And the next day we had our highest sales day ever from a promotion I wrote the same day as signing up for the copywriting course. I love hearing things like this where they think they're gonna take like a full year to learn stuff. They learn a few things, implement it, and they're like, oh my God, I literally paid for your course 10X over and I still get to use it. So anyways, go to copywritingcourse.com slash join and join the copywriting course right now. It's one of the best investments you'll ever make and uh, talk to you inside.